All righty, all right, testing, testing. Got me, got me. Yes, sir. What right. up? Hey, Viddy. Yo, what's good? Viddy, Viddy, where can he find Not More, Not My Fault Goodness? Yeah, yeah. Hit up the website, nmfpod.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at NotMyFaultFR, for real. And listen to us on YouTube, iTunes, Anchor, and yo mama's house, or wherever <laughs> you listen to audio. Um, so, put that back. Right. <laughs> hey, look, all right, one more time, one more time. Yeah. All right. <laughs> hey, Viddy. Yo, no, run it back, yeah, run it back, one more. Hey, Viddy. Yo, what's good? Hey, Viddy, man, where can, where can they find more Not My Fault Goodness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit us up on the website at nmfpod.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram at Not My Fault For Real, FR. And listen to us on YouTube, iTunes, Anchor, and Yo Mama's House, or wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> What up, what up? President of the Liddy Committee and Mike. Yo. Bronx legend. What's up? What's up, fellas? Um, what up? Uh, let's just get it out of the way. Thank you, everyone, for uh, downloading. Thank you for streaming. Thank you for bootlegging. Thank you for making your way to the little mixtape from the Chinese lady in the laundromat or anywhere you found us or how you found us today. Uh, NMFpod.com is the home at NotMyFaultFR on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And as always, ratings, reviews are more than welcome. Thank what you. Up, thank you. Up. Thank you for joining thank me. You, thank you for the feedback. Oh, feedback on the last episode. Set we won't address it. We won't address it today. We have it queued up and we're going to talk about all the things you mentioned on our tox- toxicity levels and our yeah. toxic relationship stuff. Yeah. We got it in the queue. We hear you guys. Yeah. Talk a little salty out there. I know. <laughs> I know. We said some things that maybe were a little controversial. If I True. said things about women being emotional, I'm emotional too. I, I cry for the dumbest things. It's, it happens. I so. got a confession, man. What? I, so I cried in Free Willy when I was a kid, man. That's it? Like when he jumped over the rocks? Dog, how, how when he jumped over the how rocks? Many, how many? I cried when Rick died in fucking t- Walking I Dead. I probably... Wow. <laughs> Wow. I, pr- I probably know you for what twenty years now. I've, I've been saying you soft this whole time. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, the, I free, the free Willy thing I'm is sorry, not a surprise. I cried when Free Willy jumped over that rock, son. When he when he jumps when he, he jumps out in the ocean, bro. When he jumps over yeah. the kid. You know what I'm saying? Tears. I was kind of weak. I actually didn't cry at that, but uh, tears, bro, in a movie theater, and and it was like wow. there was like three or four girls in front of me, and they were dying laughing because I was like weeping, bro. Really? <laughs> it was the worst thing. Uh, soft. <laughs> it was the worst thing. Soft. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's soft. <laughs> is, this, oh, is this live? We're we recording this? <laughs> this, is, this is live. Oh, I'll be honest. I never watched Free Willy. Look. What? Ne- nah. Never saw the whole thing. It's not worth watching. It's I've seen really like bits and movie. pieces, but it's I never like... Terrible. But it's... I mean, I remember back then, because back then you could buy like... um, like You can go on Fordham Road in the Bronx yeah. and, and buy like the little bootleg cassette. Dude. Might have seen somebody stand in the movie theater while you're watching it. Like, you I know. watched one of those and I watched like pieces of it, but 
Then I'm my four podcast. You find it on Fordham. <laughs> Bootleg. I mean, yeah, yeah, something like that, whatever. But uh, yeah, I mean, I was watching it as a kid. And I'm like, nah, this ain't my speed. Nah, yeah. I, so Mike, I tr- have I tr- you tr- ever cried before? <laughs> nah, I can't ne- imagine. Mike has never shed a tear. I've nah, never seen Mike. On. Of course, I've cried. Yes, I've cried. Yes. I've never seen Mike shed a without tear. A, without without listen. For those that don't know Mike a person, <laughs> he's tough. He's the toughest. He shed, nah, one of the toughest listen, people I know. He shed a thug tear. I, I cry, man. No, there ain't no thug tear. <laughs> I've cried. <laughs> listen. He was at my wedding. When I got married, oh, yeah. I oh, cried. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I almost cried giving a speech for your wedding. Oh, that's true. That's true. His eyes did. are fucking watery right now, yeah, folks. It, it hurts me. I remember that. I remember that. No, yeah, that was deep. That was deep. Um, yo, oh, you did yeah, if you didn't, if y'all, if y'all didn't cry in this, and listeners, if you didn't cry in this, you're, you're not human. Lion King? When Simba was like tapping Mufasa to get up, yo? All right, look. I got you yo. right now. Man. Yo, no, when he's like, get up, I wake up, I didn't cry for wake that. Up. I'll tell you, the first movie, and maybe it might be the only movie I ever cried or whatever. I don't know if you remember that around that same time that Lion King came out, there was a movie that came out called Losing Isaiah. No, I don't that know. is a great movie. You've seen that movie, that. right? Where the, 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 the mother throws the baby in the trash. It's a black mother. Damn, I don't remember that. Halle Berry, I think, is the yeah. mother in the movie. She she throws the kid away. The kid, he gets rescued somehow and goes with a white family. And I don't know if I've seen the that. mother, she, you know, Halle Berry, I think she's the mother in the movie. She cleans he up her act. He ends up beca- uh, being a football player. Uh, wait, no, maybe I'm thinking of no, no, no. the movie. No, you know no. the big black kid? No, no, not that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, not that. Losing, losing. The Mike Orr story. Not God that. Damn. Nah, was that racist, folks? I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, it wasn't that. But anyway, in this movie. I'm turning like, my mic off now. She, she's basically, she's addicted to drugs. And she kind of like, I can't remember yeah. everything exactly. But she kind of like gets rid of the baby, throws it in the trash, something along those lines. The baby gets saved, puts up for adoption. The white family adopts him. But the mother cleans up her act and comes back trying to get her son and it just seeing the way the baby interacted with her, or he was like four or five years old at the time, the way he interacted yeah. with her, and how she was fighting to get mm. her son back through the court system, and yeah. how at the end of the movie, how they came to some kind of compromise between her, his adoptive parents and his, you know, biological mother, and like I'm not gonna lie, like I cried watching wow, that. Wow, strong yeah. cast too: Jessica Lange, Halle Berry, Samuel L. Jackson. Does I, it have, does it have an IMD? What's the IMD yeah. score? It's not great. Oh, it's not. Damn. But ninety-one um, percent of Google users liked it. I mean, it was, it was six point four on IMDb. When, when yeah. did it come out? Like 95? 95, 95, Oh, yeah. there you go. I yeah. don't. I don't remember this movie. I'm gonna watch it because I, I don't. I don't. Oh, remember. I, was, I remember the dope. name. No, I don't remember the movie either. But I, I yes, losing Isaiah. Yes, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, I did cry. Wow, Mike, ladies and gentlemen, Michael <laughs> cried twenty four <laughs> years ago. Uh, <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Uh, that is the last time that nah, on man. record that he has cried. Wait, besides his wedding, he yeah. never cries. I've, I've, I've cried. It's true. I've, I will Mike, say this. if you came and told me right now, I don't cry for shit. Like I would fucking believe you. Nah, and, I would, <laughs> and, and if I told you that, I would be full of shit because I cried. He cried when the Giants won the Super Bowl. I, oh wait, hold on, hold on, no, no, no. You cry when the Giants won the Super Bowl. Oh, okay, I, I, I got cried you. in the Super in the when the Knicks when the Knicks lost in '94. Um, when he lost in Game Seven and all that, I cried. So basically, '95 was his last time crying. You're right. Like '94 like, like when they lost to the Rockets, when the Knicks lost to the Rockets, like I actually like put my I was I remember I was 13. I put my head in the pillow and like I cried. Like I, I I was like just devastated or whatever. And I remember like that was the first time I heard the phrase. Um, we'll, we'll get it next year. Like my father told me that, which is obviously it didn't happen. Yeah. But I remember that was the first time I heard because he could see how distraught I was. Then '99, when they made the finals again, they lost to the Spurs. I cried again when they Damn. lost or whatever. With the Giants, when they won in 07, which is probably the 
or 08 technically or whatever, 07 season. That's probably my best sports moment as a fan, just seeing them win in, in that fashion, being those type that type of underdog. Yeah. But when they won again in 2012, I almost cried. And I remember like, because <laughs> he was in my house, a couple people were there, and it was like, no, it was like The first damn. one was too much excitement to cry. Yeah, but like it was the like... The second s- one was definitely cry-worthy. Yeah, I feel like more like emotional whatever. Why? Like, right. I almost Why would cried that be cry that shit, man. Because... The it was first dope. one. The first one was like minute to minute. Uh, Tyreek, like it was, it was just ridiculous. You, you, yeah, you were like too nervous, or there was too much going on for you to really like have that kind. Of, like you were like on edge, right? Yeah, with, yeah. With, right. With the last one, I, I don't know. Like the whole time, I'm we're winning this. Like I'm yeah, like, yo, we're good. A, with that one, where there's a sense of you winning it, and yeah. the people around you are like, kind of like nervously celebrating. That that brought a tear to my eye. I think. Um, I don't remember if I, I cried or not. I didn't feel like I'm the soft one for watching Mufasa that that crying. Have you ever? No, nah, I didn't cry for that. Bro. This, Come on, this bro. is turning into. I was kind of like the episode. <laughs> Have you ever cried for like a, uh, a rapper that died or a famous person that died? Uh, you know, I felt bad about Prince. I never have. Cried I never. And actually, somebody. I felt bad about Mike too. When but Mike, I feel when like I feel like uh, Jackson, gonna, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Uh, nah. I mean, I never cried, but the biggest one for me, like as far as dying, was was Tupac. Like I was like that messed really? me up. Yeah. I, I haven't been able to cry yet. I didn't a, cry though for a, for an artist or and I could I could see it happening, but I don't know who that could be for me now, especially now where yeah. we live in a world where we're not. Or we are attached and close to the artists, but we don't have the same appreciation we did because we're such fast yeah. paced in terms of like jumping to the next thing. And, you know, you don't you're not playing the same cassette yeah. over and over and over and like where you memorize shit. Now it's just like, you know, you move on a little quicker. I feel like I don't have the same connection mm-hmm. with artists now than when I did when I was growing up. That, that's that's very true. So, right. Oh, hold on. Before before we continue, because I, I actually want to continue this conversation uh, and we should continue. Um, just to remind you all. You are all now in man camp. This is another man camp episode that we're doing here. They so didn't see the fire burning. No, no like they, they haven't man. seen what the hell. Haven't seen, we, we haven't done a great job of the photography and showing people the, the actual it's, fire it's pit. It's burning right now. It's burning. It's very hot. It's very hot. But uh, so to your You're point. You're in a tent right now. You didn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> so to your point, I remember Biggie's death, and that was like really big for me. I remember that. That I remember, was big I, for I remember me being too. in Brooklyn, and I remember like. Actually, you know what? I remember the exact thing I was doing. I was listening to the radio, a yeah. little little bootleg radio I had. They just like announced. And I it. had a record player. I would I used to go to Fat Beats and buy records. Damn, For those that know, too. eight. I mean, I hope some people know what Fat Beats is. It's it was an underground kind of a hip hop store where you could buy records. You would see artists and see mm-hmm. artists battling and, and meet artists and get shit signed from them. And I was playing a record on an old ass record player that my mom had. And I heard it and I stopped the record and I said, oh, my God. And you you, you can't really like mm-hmm. point to social media. You can't mm-hmm. really call somebody at 10 at night because you're a kid and like mm-hmm. you get in trouble if you call their house. You just kind of have to feel that moment by yourself. And it's it's so powerful. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't cry, but it's a different type of feeling. And I, remember I don't know. It, it's something you can't capture now. I remember more money, more problems. Everybody was playing that. And then, you know, uh, it, it was, 
it was a time. But you know what was what was interesting? Uh, what I was gonna say. You can't just throw more. Oh, it's more money, more problems. No, yeah. I was gonna say about Biggie. No, no, no is that what you're saying, man? No, no, it's about Biggie. It's just saying like Mike's so about to say he's Tupac about to drop Tupac, Tupac forever. <laughs> he's about to yo, he got shot by nine, five times. Tupac's still breathing. Tupac's my guy forever, man. Got shot five times. I'm still breathing. June one six seven one. Mike, you say you're from Brooklyn. Living proof. There's huh? a lord. If you, you say you were from reason. Brooklyn, the Bronx. I know. God but, damn it. Yeah, How about Big Pun? Yeah. Oh, pun, pun was pun my be, guy too, man. Too pun was my listen. Don't get it twisted, man. Pun is my guy too. There's, there's pun, no doubt. Pun hurt too when it when he when he passed. Um, I remember seeing uh if any if anybody remembers on uh on, in the Wiz that that was on Fordham Road on uh right under the Ford train there, was, there used to be a no you know nobody beats the Wiz and that's when the Terror Squad album came out. I think that was uh, Terror Squad. Because Pun dropped his album in 98. Right. And they had the Terror Squad problem, um, album probably maybe late 98 or 99, something like that. Yeah. And okay. I re- and it probably maybe was 99. I remember going inside the Wiz and I saw like Cuban Link. I saw Pun. They were all sitting in chairs and they were, because when you went into the Wiz, you can go up like this escalator and, and look for like um, yeah. Walkmans or CD players or whatever back then. And I remember riding up the escalator, I, could, I looked down and I saw Pun. I oh, saw Cuban damn. Link. I saw Fat Joe, and there was a long line, and they were signing autographs. So for the younger listeners out Cuban there, Link used to the live Wiz, by my house. the Wiz was an amazing. Oh, it was dope. Store. It was basically Best Buy before Best Buy. It was best, yeah, Best Buy it was, before yeah. Best Buy. And yeah. there's nobody. It was like the, bar- the it was the Barnes and Noble of music. Like nah. you could go in there and nah, there was that, was, like, <laughs> that was like Virgin Megastore. Like Virgin was the shit on, with that, man. bro. I'm trying to give Barnes and Noble a plug. That <laughs> <laughs> was like Virgin. It was more Wait. like Virgin. It was it was more like Best Buy because they had like the, know, they had the, the did they have appliances? I, I felt like they had appliances. Yeah, but for me, yeah. it was more like of a sellout location. Like I wouldn't really go by there. Yeah, I would. You say, son? I was already. What you saying, son? Shout out Napster.com. That's where you go. You you go to the Wiz. Remember, remember singles? Shout out Napster. Remember singles? You, you spend a dollar get the cassette Come single on, and all man. that shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. Garcia, I'm the gonna, king of bootlegs. You gonna tell me you were buying Wiz all day? Nah, I was, fuck out of here. I, was, I, was I mean, yeah, you would, but sometimes if I want to. By the like, time Wiz was like popping, single. like we ain't have a Wiz out here in Jersey like that. Well, you guys grew up in the city, but yeah, we yeah. didn't have a Wiz Jersey. like that in Jersey. Jersey's in light, Jersey, man. we had like, we, yo, <laughs> I didn't, didn't want to say it. We had a spot on forty. A Street and Burger Line yeah. where they're playing Spanish music when you walk in but on the right side they had all the hip hop tapes cassette tapes and but CDs. not for nothing Spanish folk don't be buying shit bro that's why they didn't put a whiz out there if there was if there was if, if they were Burger Line was My popping dude, like when that when was the buying? last time you bought an album like on cassette I or listen, DVD ever I gave up my pirate ways when Spotify came out no happily contribute uh. The spins. Right. Be- before we move on, there I, I need oh, to get this off my chest. Go ahead, go ahead. There was one person that just came to mind where I got like a chill in my stomach, like I felt sick when he died. Was Prodigy, and that mm. was like the only one. Like I kind mm. of like, like I was already as an older person, and when he died, I was like, "Damn, this guy's like my age, mm. and he passed, and I have like a lot of memory." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When he when it was like when we were kids, and these other guys rappers died, and like. They were dying from gunshots. He just died of natural causes. I was like, yeah, like well, that one kind of hit me. Yeah, he, he had the sickle cell. Yeah, sickle yeah, cell, yeah. Sickle yeah. cell. But that that hit me in a weird way. Yeah. Of all of all the well, artists. I mean, I guess because we grew up on Prodigy, um, our number one, right, genre, if you will, probably. I guess I, I'm sure everybody here here would agree. Your number one as far as music, if you had to point to one, it probably would be hip hop. So, and when you're that young, you don't think of death of yourself dying. But no. now, when you're yeah. in our age, like, but I re- I remember like like. Listening to, especially back then, because what? Let me see. Shook ones came out like '94. 
Yeah. So I remember, I can remember specifically like hearing that song. Um, I knew they were playing it and, or waiting for them on the radio to play it. I would have my, my tape ready in the tape deck. And as soon as it came on, I'm pressing record. And I'm getting I'm getting that song, bro. Yeah, bro. That shit was be so, so good, dude. Just to sit there and listen with that blank tape. Or you just dub over another tape. He's like, oh, right, this song could Bob, go. You ever or got, your boy, your boy got it. Like I can remember when, yo, and this is this is '92. This is 1992 when uh when when Scenario first came out with yeah. Chop Call Quest, Busta Rhymes, Leaders Leaders of the New School. Like that song. I mean, I was always listening to hip hop from forever since before the '88 with um KRS One and all that. But Scenario in '92, like that song, made me fall in love with hip hop. That song made me, as a little kid, go out of my way. I knew an older kid in my building, probably like six years older. He was a teenager. He had the, he actually had the song. I said, yo, let me borrow that. I took it downstairs to my apartment, whatever. And I remember I, I got a cassette and I, I recorded a scenario like for myself. I'm like, I that, need this. You got the A, you got the a, need this the right a track here. and the B track and you put the two cassettes together. Exactly. Like craziness, you know? Yes, yes. I remember buying, but, oh, before I go, uh, go into this point, um, and I'm just the crying story. Um, Crying in hip hop. When Biggie passed and they dropped the. Uh, I don't know. This turned into a hip hop episode. <laughs> it's like a great episode. <laughs> it's a great episode. This is a great man camp episode. So, uh, emotional vulnerability here and all that stuff and music. Um, uh, when uh, what's the song? Um, uh, we miss you. We miss we you. We be missing. Yeah, that's the it. big song. Yeah, every yeah, step. Yeah. Faith, that, oh, every faith, step. I say faith. Yeah. The locks. That's like oh. '90s though, right? Late, yeah, it was like '90s. That was like that was that was right after he died. That yeah, was '97. Yeah. And they dropped yeah. that 97, shit. '97. '97. That's when they were milking the shit that out of shit, him passing away. That shit made me cry, but it wasn't really? only. But it wasn't because I was crying mostly about Biggie. That made me sad with the whole Biggie stuff and everything, and it was just emotional. Like, damn, Biggie's gone and all that. But on a more personal note, I had a I had a close friend like die. It's, oh damn. Yeah. Whatever it was an accident and fell off a roof and all that sort of craziness and yeah. um and then yeah that song reminded me of him because that was my time in Brooklyn with him like Biggie was our guy and all that sort of shit and shout mm-hmm. out shout out Rich shout out to the Cunninghams I love you guys um and yeah man I fucking I remember that I remember that we miss he still I still listen yeah. to it and I and I remember that 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 sort of shit but um, isn't that like Interesting how you associate music with people or like memories. That's why music is so powerful. That's why you get like communist countries and all that shit. They they they, they take it away from people because of it. that shit. Right. That shit is powerful. Like you dude. associate it with yeah, memories of like important milestones of your life, and I, as much as music is available to us now, I right. just don't feel that. You don't appreciate it anymore because you get the trash, right? Mumble shit. And Not only that, it's just like the access to it. Yeah. Like how easily accessible it is. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what ruins it in a sense where uh, before yeah, before yeah, yeah, yeah before yeah. the whole the whole project of well, going this is, out going out so this to is purchase the content this has turned into a hip hop episode yeah and and it's it's, it's good, also it's like a, a reminiscing episode of you know growing up and kind of like and crying during the, free willy crying during free willy <laughs> um I, what was the last time i cried i probably was like Maybe big. No, but theory. to piggyback what you're saying there, this is this is why I think it's a symptom. Uh, the the trash, what we dub trash, right? Right. I, I'm gonna take that back because it's not our generation. It's it's another generation's yeah. music, and they can you know. And I like some of the music. Some of it is catchy, you know what I'm saying? But, um, the fact that it's so accessible, that right. you can get to it so easily, you can produce it so easily, do all that stuff. That in itself is what is like. It's a detriment. Yeah. Now you gotta you just put shit out to put it out, right? Because you yeah. can, right? Before, like you had to work to go get that yeah. album. Now, that now, album had to be good because right. if you now, spent you, whatever it was and you got that album, or you went through the trouble of dubbing that album and all that stuff, and it was trash, 
you were unheard of again. You know what I'm saying? Like no one was was listening to you again. You know, you know what's funny with me with music, and I mean, I know you and me, we've had a lot of conversations with music because I know you like you you've gone on me before saying I don't like to listen to the mu- new music, and I mean, I in, in reality I do. Um, like no, I like. Million. Yes, I do, man. Like no, I like, no, I like J Cole, Middle Child. All J Cole's great. Well, he's got an old soul in him, though. He's got the old sound. So yeah, but regardless, but at the same time, he, to to further to good. further my point, I still do have kids. I have a daughter that's twelve mm-hmm. years old. She listens to Migos, so if she listens to it, obviously I'm gonna listen to it. Yeah. Um, it's not really walk it like it. So. Yeah, it's not really my like cup of tea. Like as far as like I'm gonna right. be in my, by myself listening to it, but mm-hmm. being with her, whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna know the song, know the words, listen to it, rock with it with her, be silly, dance with all that. But I'm different too, though, in the sense that like I still, I mean, I'm in my 30s, but I still, I still go back and I'll go on Spotify and I'll, I'll load up Sam Cooke. I'll get on Sam Cooke. I'll load up the Delphonics. And I know pe- there's people right. in my thirties don't even know what I'm talking about right now. This is music that came out like in the seventies and the sixties. And this is this is shit that I listen to that I remember like on a Saturday, my mother would yeah. just lock it down and say, All right, you go clean the bathroom. And while I'm cleaning the bathroom, she cleaned the rest of the house. She gave my sister her chore and she's blasting the Delphonics. She's blasting old school salsa, whatever, Tito Puente, whatever, all of that. Um, um you know, um, Somebody just sent me Hector Lavoe. All, all, right. She's playing all of that, but then she's playing the Delphonics. She's playing Conscious uh, Marvin Gaye, yeah, like, and it's stuff yeah. that came meaningful, on, right? And stuff that's came out in the sixties, which is you know the sixties were crazy, a crazy time, right. whatever. And then like, yeah, and it's like it's like it's all this music with like deep fucking meaning, man. It's My crazy. Fat ass just broke this damn table. You're good. Oh, uh, nice. No, nice. I'm not even joking. Real nice. I'm gonna. Yeah, well. Uh, We'll uh we'll have to charge you for that one. Nice. But anyway, that's a that's a separate conversation. But I but haven't been working out in 2019. What's <laughs> up, yo? Run for purpose. Shout out. Huh? Nah, I'm all right. I'm uh 230 pounds. Really? Six feet. You too. My dirty? name's Alvidal. Yes. Oh wow! <laughs> I didn't know you. Didn't. I, well, you, you carry well. You carry well. I didn't Damn. see 230. I know you look bigger, but I don't even see 230. I look bigger than 230. Uh, wait. God damn it. We just talked about these little these jokes that are not jokes. Hold on. I no, I don't <laughs> want to sway from what Mike was talking about because I feel like We're it's definitely super, swaying. super uber imper- important about what he was talking about, about the culture of music and how you could get even. I'm just saying, the, I think people should go back and listen to the old shit because it's, it's, it's deep, man. What's your what's your favorite song all the time? All time it favorite matter, song. It doesn't matter what genre. Just that's, one that's, song. That's too hard, Damn. man. That, I, I don't ask me. I that have one I go so to. Way, I have a go to song. The way I position it, and I ask this question, some people just entertain myself sometimes, but um, it's like you are deserted, stranded on an island. You wake up somewhere on an island. There's like a radio nearby. You turn it on, but it is only gonna play one song. What song is that? There's one song by Gangstar f- featuring <laughs> Inspector Deck. God damn, Biddy. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, above the clouds. Okay, that's one of like my favorite all-time songs. Okay, um, but all-time, I don't know. I mean, it would probably have to be like something that's catchy and repeatable, <laughs> where I could listen to it like a sitcom in my life of my so, life if I had to listen to it forever. So for me, it's "Stand by Me," Benny King. Okay, that song, no matter what, that is my number one song favorite song and if this radio for the rest of my life is wow. the only thing the only song i could hear it'd be that that's strong that's it who's benny king no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> yes folks i know you had to google it too yeah, we're all here for you but they all know stand by me oh, darling, I mean, I, i'm not gonna lie early earlier today at work just going back to my old school shit i mean this is hip-hop but 
And it's only like 10 years ago, but I was listening to Only Built for Cuban Links, like the second album. It's a great album. Great one. That, that was a great a, album, man. That's a yeah. great it's album. It's a fire album That's right there. That's a great album, man. That's a great Some album. Some of my haters would say, I'm surprised it's not a Wu-Tang album. Well, Inspector Dex on the track, so fuck you. <laughs> Premier, DJ Premier, for me, is like one of the greatest producers of all time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, like, anything where he dropped a beat on it and, like, you know the best MCs co-signed on it, they were they were dropping heat. Yep. So... I mean, so, that's why I went there. I even, that's like, it was always a good song. I remember, I remember song. running out to get It's Dog it Hell right I've let my, my daughter listen to this. Like, yo, you need to know this right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah, play I play Pac and Jolie, like, she rolls her eyes like, what is this? And I'm like, you better watch your I mouth. I feel like we're not the angry old men screaming at clouds when we hear, like, the type of music that's out there that's just, like. The new stuff? Yeah, the new stuff. Because yeah, even, no even in the 90s and the 2000s when these commercial people thought rappers... thought our music was trash. That's what I'm saying. Like, the generation before us thought well, our music was trash. But even, Just like those but, people that listen to Sam no, Cooke, they'll find it. They'll listen to... In, we would listen like, that's trash. Yeah. Even in our time, we thought the like the real commercial shit was trash, right? Like, it, yeah. and even... We'll, like, we'll use Suge Knight. Dancing in the video. <laughs> all this, you know... Come to Bullshit, yeah. Hey, Stuff hey. like that. We thought it was trash because it wasn't as conscious. It right. was just like very basic, very simpleton. I it wasn't it was really trash. like... I knew it was light. There's a different statement. Like trash... I think... Is, right. You know, we, we knew, we knew what was more hardcore and what was more like commercial, yes. But, but that commercial don't make it trash. You know what I'm saying? That's no. not the bar. It's just, you know, it's lighter they don't, pop They don't music, bend you know? the rules as much as... As we would like from an MC. Yeah, I, I would say that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, Drake is very like flatline commercial. I would say like at this point is at this point in his day, yeah, he's gone. And flatline I, I think but he's a great artist. Drake to his t- to whether he wrote or he didn't write it, the motherfucker went emotional. Where where rappers and like that mix didn't didn't go before. He did. Oh God! How did Drake get in our episode? Because it's man camp, and Drake w- is is an honorary member. How about Bad Bunny? <laughs> oh my God, Mike! You ain't Mike, a fan. I know you don't listen to Bad Bunny, bro. But honest to God, the kid the kid is twenty four. He's twenty four. This is his first album, and the fact that he dropped it like a surprise Christmas Eve album, and for it to be the classic that it is in that genre, it's not better than a hip hop album or that sort of stuff, but. The classic that it is in that genre, top to bottom, production, quality, songwriting, all that craziness. You got the kid. I don't know, man. I'm a Bad Bunny he's fan. Amazing. If you can't hear it, but he's only 24, and he's already he, on his, his path. Album. Yo. So my problem with Bad Bunny all the time when I first heard him, he came out with like some tough lyrics for Spanish. Uh, he wasn't featured in a bunch of shit. Then he even admitted that he got featured in a bunch of shit. He was. Taking his moment of fame, and he wrote that shit to death. And this mm-hmm. album has no features. No one feature. Oh, uh, Drake and Drake and the other kid Alafa from DR. But all of it is like very personal, very different from the grain of like reggaeton or reggaeton mm-hmm. or trap rap. Mm-hmm. And it's actually very good. Uh, I would comp- like the last good album. Bro, he's got that I listened. On there, yeah. The last good album. Who on there? No, he's got anthems on there. Like shit that you. The last that. good album I heard. Solo was damn from Kendrick Lamar. After that was Bad Bunnies. That's a that's that's a that's, powerful. That's statement. where I'm, and I that's hate a, to go there, but that's where I'm going. That's a powerful statement, and I, I wouldn't disagree. And with I, you. although I loved a lot of the Kanye productions, but they were just too short lived. 
Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Pusha T's album is was dope, but it was like six songs. Right. Right. And that's not the formula. I mean, knock the hate off, man. Knock the hate off. We let you. We let you talk about Drake. I'm not gonna let you just push. You see this guy push her aside like that. How do you think Pusha is not? They gotta stop. Like gotta stop. better than Drake. And you was on Pusher before. I don't know, like, why you did this whole like. Uh, this last album was not was not as great as y'all making it out to be. The no, other one, whoa, the whoa, other whoa, one, whoa, whoa, whoa. the Listen, other if you, one. If you want to soft as a have all that. If was, you want to say, was, you know, who beat him Listen, for a Grammy? It was like the songs were good, bro. If you want to say that it wasn't like like Vinny just said because it was too short, fine, I, I'll give you that. But right, it was good songs. Six yeah. good songs. Front to front to. You could listen to the six songs and not skip anything. That's fair to say. Absolutely. Yeah, so. And he was up for a Grammy. He lost to the one and only Cardi B. Shout out Cardi B, BX. I mean, but the Grammys, the Grammys, <laughs> are, <laughs> the Grammys, the Grammys are the Grammys. Like, J. Cole don't even submit to the Grammys. He would he would have beat him. Right. And not to go, but it's still, it's still notable that, that his album was up for album of the year, rap album of the year. Six song albums and albums. That's an EP. You drop an EP and y'all here giving them albums. Come on, bro. People aren't. aren't I'll tell you, I'll tell you somebody that's better lyrically than both of them and don't got the fame and notoriety and all of that. And I, I would actually I was listening to his shit on Spotify the other day. Um, and he would he would kill both of them lyrically or whatever. Fred the Godson. <laughs> from the Bronx. Yeah. He got a song with with uh with um he, matter of fact, he got a little album with Joel Ortiz. Woo! Oh my god, they spend Fucking fire, man. I know about Fred the Gosson. Yo, stay spitting nothing but fire, man. Yo, the stuff that Fred... He actually has a track with a friend of mine. Not a close friend, but a friend of mine from West New York who's a rapper, good rapper, uh, Roberta Mesa. Mesa, if you have a chance, look him up. He's on Spotify. Um, and yo, Fred the Gosson's a beast. I, a I beast, seen him first man. on the basement, and he was just like... Yo, the shit that, that he says Big Ticket's basement. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Tiggas them, but man. I could, but but, I but, but honestly, from this conversation, I, I could tell like you ain't really up on Fred like that. I've only heard two tracks from Fred. Oof. I've only heard two you tracks. Should be ashamed of yourself. He has one commercial track that actually got, you here, hold got a out, bunch you, of you, spins. You out here screaming, "Bad Bunny," but you ain't acknowledging Fred. Fred the Godson. Uh, that's a, Fred is so, not on Bad Bunny. So here's that's a, a oof. Fred the Godson is a, a big not. big oof. time ghostwriter. He's a, you know, he's a he's a he, wildin'. So this is you wildin'. Wait, you just well, wildin'. wait, what'd you say, Mike? This I'm is this sorry. he <laughs> just he just said that Fred the Godson is not on is not on level. Bad Bunny level. Because I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you why he's not. I'm gonna tell you why he's not. I'm gonna tell you why he's not. Of course, Fred he's the not, Godson. Man. It's like it's in, like in terms of like yeah, I, I guess in terms of like the popularity. No, it's not even popular. No, it's not even popular. It's not even popular. Bad Bunny's got lyrically, lyrically, he cannot see Fred. I and I 100 percent agree with you. That's what I'm talking about. But that's what I'm saying. But you could pick one thing to beat on everybody. It's like yo, you know, you'll never be able to do this. For me personally, but a complete artist, for he's me, not nowhere nah. near. See, Bad but Bunny, for me yo. personally, whatever, like I'm gonna, I, I personally am gonna take the lyrics, the way you did your delivery, um, what you're saying, your wordplay. To me, that's number one. That's hip hop. That's how hip hop started. No, Bad Bunny's not a hip hop though. Well, I, that's true too. That's something different. So and yeah, I mean, that's but, at the same time. Yeah, I, I mean, why are we even comparing them? It's a different. Not, yeah, that's a, different, not a great comparison. Yeah, it's man. not. It's really not. But Bad Bunny's. Way bigger than him. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, well, he's no bigger. But he's Fred Gonson, but if you don't know about him, he's a ghostwriter. He has he has a, a song that has been featured on the top. But that's what I'm of saying. New York, like yeah. like he like he'll say like I guess I was saying before like he'll say like oh you don't you don't listen to the new music. It's not that I don't listen to new, none of the new music. It's a lot of the new commercial stuff. Unless it's with my kids, I'm not listening to. 
I will listen to Fred the Gosson. That's new music, but it's under, it's more like un, you can catch it on right. Spotify, but it's more unknown. I'll listen to Nino Man. Nino Man is fire, bro. Like right. he's straight. He was he got songs with Jada Kiss, Styles. He's straight right. fire. And here, and I'd this, rather listen to that than this Bad is Bunny. When I'm it sorry, becomes, that's me. This is when it becomes and always should be a matter of preference when it comes to music. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. What? How many spins you get? How? Yeah. Famous you are doesn't make your music better than anyone else, right? They're all In artists. They're all creative. They're all, so, you know. Bad Bunny's better than everybody. <laughs> you see, when you say things like that, and I have to agree with you, it's difficult for me, but it's true. He... He is like Sorry. transcending Spanish hip hop in, in a way for me. It's funny, man. To the point where I rather listen to him than a lot than the majority of the Spanish. Uh, so he's done a lot of stuff. Regular the guy, rappers the out guys, there. He's delved into like song structure and like singing and stuff like that and all all that business. But more importantly, like his persona, the the he's the, the, into artist, cultural the artist that he's become culturally and with his music and everything like that. It's just Hold like up. I haven't seen something like that. What about China Mac? China Mac is my dude, man. China Mac, hold up, V. You ain't you ain't from the China Mac either. Nah. Come I mean, on, I mean, bro. Let me Google him. Oh man, yeah. See, y'all, 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 oh man. I know China Mac, but you wallet. Oh, come on, how am I wallet? I, I didn't say. Listen again. I'm not comparing him to Bad Bunny. I'm just talking. About, I like his music. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I get. I like Locksmith. I like Locksmith. Uh, you you don't like Locksmith that much, but I like. Well, Locksmith. I, I mean, I, you ever heard I, of I I told you before, like. He's probably he's. I would say he's more lyrical than China Mac, but he's not more lyrical than Fred the Godson, Locksmith. He's okay. not more lyrical than okay. Nino Man, in my opinion. If okay. you stayed this long, listen to Chino Mac, listen to Homeboy <laughs> China, 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 China Mac, bro. China Mac. Oh shit, China Mac. I've never. China Mac. Fucking Chinese. Oh, you man. China Mac. He is Chinese. He is. He is Chinese. Obviously, I had to Google him for real. You ain't seen his Instagram giveaway. He was giving like a hundred dollars to like everybody commenting or some shit. Yeah, that nigga, that, that nigga's like, like, whatever well, happened well to Jin? Man. Whatever happened to Jin? Nah, this dude, matter of fact, he had beef with Jin. Jin, Jin got knocked out. That's why. Yeah, Jin ain't want it. What? That dude is wild thorough, man. Like, nah, for real. Jin did, yeah, he's like, he, he did time or something. He did like, like, like 10 years in jail for like shooting somebody, some shit. No wonder you're better. Like triad or something <laughs> like that. You did um, time, yeah, didn't he, you? He you're ran, better now. He ran, he ran with like the like mob, Chinese mob and shit like that. But no, Yakuza? No, that's that's Japanese, know. man. We're gonna die today. Yeah, stop talking <laughs> shit, dude. Yeah. Disrespecting these people and they're gonna kill our podcast. What the hell? <laughs> I'm fuck with you. Um Jin oh, did shit. that Rumble in the Bronx thing that the Underground Fight Club recently. Mm-hmm. They did they promoted whatever he did that. He got knocked the fuck out, man. Solo by G. I know Jin went to like China and like he blew up over there. I don't know. Like, he was on the Fast and Furious. <laughs> Remember those days? Yeah. Why am I bugging out? I'm thinking. I'm. I'm sorry. Who are you I'm thinking sorry. about? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm thinking Jin, but I'm thinking Jin from. You talking about Jin DMX? Jin, right? Rough Rider Jin. Jin, the battle rapper Jin. The battle rapper Jin, the little Ch- the Chinese dude. He was short. He yeah. was. He came out on the Fast and Furious like two, three, and maybe four. I'm confusing the guy. This is another. This is another Jin. I'm confusing. Nah, that was only he, Jin, bro. I'm sorry. He didn't get knocked out. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm confusing. I know he had. He guy. had. He had beef with um. He had beef with China Mac, if I'm not mistaken. In China, he, he pressed him. I'm sure he, probably, he did. He probably I'm sure did. he did. Yeah, probably did. But um, um so <laughs> this episode has turned into a great episode. Yeah. Um, actually, should, no, this, it is a great episode. Names to artists that maybe not everyone knows about. It's a great episode, but uh, I, just, I just wanted to resurface here that this new. is a man camp episode. Fred right? the Godson, Nino Man, and we started this talking about the results Homeboy from like a toxic Man. relationship business, right? 
And then we came in here and we started talking about crying, about Free Willy and crying and all that sort of stuff. And I'm trying to figure out how we got into music, into this. How, how do we get here? Because we music I, is emotional. Yeah, we started talking about like when, when rappers died, did we cry for them? And how do we get into who's better? <laughs> like I don't because know how we that's, got here. This is how it, this is like the barbershop right here. Bro. Yeah, yeah that's like, true. That is true. That is true. Like once you start it, Except there's no Mike. stopping. Except there's no stopping. Except for Mike, there's no why? Barbershop. Why don't we have these same type of <laughs> arguments about the new rappers? <laughs> it's, it's well, when it comes new to new rappers, the argument goes back like we'll start referencing old ass people or like yeah. we'll become like Giants fans and be like, but 2012 we won. You know what I'm saying? You know, like we we don't. We don't stick to nothing relevant other than J. Cole's dope, uh, Kendrick's dope. Well, yeah, those guys, that, those are the easy. Chance and Rapper's the, dope. Those I are mean, the easy, like, markers and tent poles and the stuff The rest like are, like, trash, in my opinion. But that's, I, I just hate. They're all trash. I hate that because it's just. Posty, it's though. Just, Posty. Just, Shout out Posty. I like Post Malone. It's just not ours. You know what I'm saying? It's not ours. Uh, it's, uh, like, when we. No, I, like, you know what time, it is? What, what we listened to was, like, legendary, and it, it, it was. I'm not disrespecting. It was. And in, in retrospect, I would always say that that music was better. But I know the class before us was like what we were listening to was garbage. There's a you know formula right now. You know that, right? Any yeah. song is yeah. under so in terms two, of what, two minutes and 30 seconds. Like just in, like quality. They were saying you know, like the hip hop that was coming out of the 90s, like the hip hop heads from before us were like, this is this is garbage. Or wait. the Sam Cooke era. They was like, this is garbage no, what no, you're no, listening no, no, to. No. no, I get what you, he, he, he has a point. It's I garbage. think he has a point. And it's legendary stuff that was being made. So no, right I now, think... right now we listen to this and we're like, this is garbage. This is trash. Like you but can't, it's not on like sound. whoever was it's listening to like Sam Cooke, Marvin Gaye, and then you came out with hip hop in the 80s, they probably were like, that's trash. There's right, no, there's no meaning. There's no sound. And there's no meaning behind it like there was with. But they were putting words they were, they together were, but, like very. But the, what I'm saying is that that music resonated. And, like, that music educated. resonated with your era. I guess, like you said, it's a sound. So to you, that resonated with your era. So for us to sit here and say the newer stuff is trash, it very well might be. I'm not saying, but the people that are connected with it now are looking at it a, di- a different way than right. we are. They're saying like this is amazing, and the shit we listen to is trash. You know what I'm saying? So right. and then whatever comes after them, whatever but comes like, after this is they're gonna be like that's trash. I'll, I'll use this like as a, an example. Um, try memorizing like a new song out right now. Mm-hmm. It's pretty easy, right? You could probably write it down and like. Mm-hmm. 10 seconds, but try like memorizing and writing down a song like a body in the trunk, right? Nas and Noriega, mm-hmm. like a full story, actually great wordplay, you know, educating yourself on different words. Mm-hmm. And it takes you some time. And when, when you listen to it, it's, it's much more, I feel, I feel like there's a so could it bigger be, accomplishment. Could it also be that maybe you just don't understand what these guys are talking about now? Like this no, is, this is no. their, this is their done language. I, think that it's so easy to understand that that's we're so dumbed down as a society Got it. that we're we're minimizing songs to two minutes two minutes and 30 seconds and that's that's the life that we live in social media yeah flash and flash and it flash ain't gonna get shit. no better Vidi. it ain't gonna get no better i got i have one thing to say unless we get more bad bunny oh a good friend of mine told me Swipe right on all your bros and swipe left on all them hoes. <laughs> bros before hoes, all right? And that's a Tinder reference, I believe. I've never downloaded the app. That, you know what? That's probably the best ending ever, ever, I, I could have come up I, with. I, I, I will say that, because I know before we were talking about 
There's this, I guess, uh, myth of me never crying, all that kind of stuff. Or I Mike guess is crying right now. Being crying right or now. being or being in tune like with my uh, my feelings or whatever. Yeah, if you will, whatever. But I, yo, right like low key, like y'all don't know this or whatever. But you can act like my wife. Like I, I'm heavy, like in the R and B. Like I listen to a lot of R and B. Like if you if you, <laughs> if you go to my playlist, like you know how <laughs> you know what I just envisioned. You know sorry. how Spotify. Hold on, hold on. I you know how Spotify. God. Like they'll make up your own like playlist. Like right. my first playlist is like hip hop because I listen to that more. But the second playlist is like all R and B, and it's like it's like right. shit from like it's like back in the day, like Drew Hill. Look, look Mike. Mike. This is gonna be the worst, the worst thing, and this is not a shot at you in any way. But well, nigga, it's uh, obviously gonna be a shot. But no, I swear, God, you, I swear to God, I swear to God, I swear to bullshit. I swear on everything, it's not a shot at you, but. All I thought of was don't be a menace. You, you, you have seen, you have seen the swing. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know how that correlates. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, because no, you're like, yo. I will give you a good no real example. Me, Damon, oh, great friend a, of the pod. That's sexual The biggest R and B lover that I know. I've, I've never seen him cry. He's the scariest motherfucker I know too. Just like Mike, <laughs> when they both say that they love R and B, you oh, should be R&B. more afraid. Nah, <laughs> just R&B be is, more afraid because nah, these mother. I, I know. I can see Dame loving R and B. Mike, I Mike know. loving R and B. What I'm saying is that you could love R and B, but you still are tough Bro, motherfuckers. That's check, what I'm check, saying. Check this out. Like, and you guys, my wife, this whatever. Like, I've like like songs that I know. Like, I've sang to my wife. Like, while the song is in the car, like I've sang done all of that. Whatever, I've done that. Like, that's nice. no doubt, hundred percent. You nice. can ask her. That's nice. No, I'm not even talking shit. That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> I feel like there's some bullshit coming <laughs> no, right I'm now. I'm saying nah, that's nice. That, that's really nice. It's not. Yeah, I mean, I didn't say I sang it good, but I tried my best. That's nice. That's a stand no, by no me. No that's problems. the go-to. I've done the road trip and you nah, do the stand by me. We don't, do, we don't do stand by me. We're oh, doing that's like me. That's me, Drew by Hill. By You're doing all, oh, but you the know. moral of the story is even though people that you think are the toughest, the ones that are made, you know, they have tough skin, sharp words, you know, they're just stand-up dudes. They have... Feelings too. Hey, who's the one? <laughs> you, you guys met my cousin, right? And Mike, I, George. That's no, not a snack. It's like, no, that's not. No, you I don't, know I don't, what I'm saying. I don't take it like that. You met no. my cousin George, right? Yeah. George. Big. He's like six four, three hundred something crazy. Big dude. Pounds big, dude. big dude. Big dude. He's a gruff motherfucker. Street hood is right. crazy. All that sort of stuff. Same thing. Tough as shit. Teddy bears. He don't listen to nothing but like. R. Kelly. Oh, you say he's Kelly soft? Anymore. But he don't listen to nothing but like Drew Hill and all this sort of stuff. Like that's yeah, him. Bro. That's that's all he listens to. Teddy bear. Hold up. I'm I'm gonna show y'all. Yo, who's the one that sang "Let's Get Married"? Baby, oh, was, let's uh, get married. Um, um, yeah, that's uh. Oh my God, that's that group. Um, I was thinking Jagged Edge, right? Jagged Edge, yes. Jagged Edge, Jagged Edge, yes. That song was dope. I used to always, I used to always. Yo, yeah. shout out to T Pain. He won the the that mask off show. Bro, great show. Trigger warning on Yo, Netflix. Look, look, you can see it Killer right Mike's, here. Like, Killer Mike's uh, daily, series, six oh, thing on Netflix. T Pain's on it. Funny as Yo, T Pain won the the master singer. That's what he won. So you see, hold up, real quick. You, you didn't see, watch that? Yeah. It was the biggest like singing music show of the year. No, I didn't. I didn't. Daily Mix. You see, obviously number one, my fault. Daily Mix number one is like Big Nori, whatever DJ Clue, whatever. Mix two is Joe to see New Edition, Donnell Jones, like. No, but you like the baby making R and B's, and you don't like like. I mean, think R&B. about uh, I Shump, have, yo, Shump's wife's album. That's R and B. Who? Yeah. That's a great album. Who's up? I forgot I'm her a, name. I'm on Shump, but I forgot her name too right now. Her album oh, is Tiana fire. Taylor, Tiana Taylor. Tiana Taylor. Album is fire. She's as good. Hell. She's good. You know who's good? Man. And shout out that, to uh, shout that, out that to whole, that whole Kanye run of albums. Like I gotta make a whole compilation of them because t- together they're like one of the best pieces of music from last year. Like shout by, out by like ninety percent. Shout out to Nell on this one. I'll give him long time oh, listener and friend of the show, Man. Nelson. 
I'll uh, give him credit here. Man, fuck Nelson. Khaled, Khaled is good, man. Oh, he's awesome. Khaled man. is good, man. He's good. This is a this is a lot of this is Nelson thinks he's the 